so the thing is, a gun pointed to your head and you're asked to sing a song from beginning to end, no mistake. What song will you choose? Mm-hmm. My uncle comment that shit, Guyana National Anthem. <laughs> Can he do it? I don't think so. Oh, no. <laughs> Unless they have to learn that shit in like school or whatever. Can you do the... Uh, Were you, go ahead. States National Anthem? <laughs> All right. I, <laughs> Can you do the Guyanese National Do you know what it is? No. Oh, dude. I didn't know you guys had one, to be honest. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> what do you think one? they play at the Olympics, Justin? <laughs> Y'all get invited to the Olympics? Crazy. That's crazy. They just play Paul Anson. It- <laughs> <laughs> I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 187 of the Sorry Toby Sports Pod. My name is John, aka Chat DPT, um, aka Celine Dijon, and we are in Regrown Recording Studios as always. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Um, to my right, the man who needs no introduction, Domestic West, back in the building after quite a weekend, it seems like. <laughs> Three um, nights in H Town, baby. Formerly uh the Deacon of Demon Time. Um, Mr. Worldwide West. Yo, what's going on? Houston, second greatest city in America. What's for? Vegas. <laughs> ten out of ten times. Ten, t- it's ten out of ten Vegas. times is crazy. It's always Vegas. It's always Vegas. How many times have you been to Vegas? Enough to know. <laughs> enough to, to make that decision. <laughs> to, to, enough to know. Vegas is real. Vegas is fucking incredible, son. All right, we we ain't even go. If you know, um, if you know, you know, <laughs> and I know you know, so you know. Speaking of domestic, as you can see, there is, uh, or maybe you can't see, but um, there is no one to my left to come here with his witty comments and um unprofessionalism. But um, it's all good. RIP JT. He not dead. He just not here right now. Um, anyway, to my far right, so far right, he's left. The voice from the great beyond the beyond. The Greg Pastabitch, the Gabagool, Mr. Matt Barba, everybody. The views of the Saratobi Sports Podcast do not represent the values held by Regrown Recordings. What, True. what views? More, matter of fact, what's the percentage of views you align with? Uh oh. The percentage of views from the Saratobi Sports Podcast? Mm hmm. Enough they, to know. that you align with. <laughs> Enough to know. Enough to know. <laughs> <laughs> ten out of ten. Yep. Ten out of ten. To recommend. We love that. We love that. Um. But yeah. Uh. You know, last week's episode was a little, a little different, a little strange. You know, without there being much sports news, but it's always a good time. As always. Um. Big anime episode last week. But uh, in that time, and as usual, right when we were done recording, things started popping off. But we kind of knew that would happen. NBA free agency started last week. Um. And. We're recording this on the eve of when uh, teams can start talking to re- restricted free agents officially. Yep. So most likely there's going to be a lot more moves happening. But, um, you know, M- NBA free agency happened and a lot, a lot of things went on. Um, Obviously, we talked about some of the bigger trades previously. But, uh, I mean, with the signings, what um, at least all I can think about is from my perspective as a Mavs fan because free agency has been pretty fucking stressful for us. Um, But... We re-signed Kyrie to a deal below the max, which is honestly what I would have liked, considering how much graph- 
capital we um we gave up barely though below the max still it allowed us to have a full full mid-level exception kept us under the tax thing and then you know the amount of assets you trade you you hope you get a deal done that also allows you to do other things um if somebody told me that Kyrie was gonna get 42 annual like after after the 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 whole shit how the the nets the nets tandem ended and him requesting to trade out of brooklyn like i didn't think this guy was gonna get another contract like this but all power to him because three years 120 that's a lot of fucking money amen i'm gonna keep saying it throughout the throughout this podcast it's a lot of fucking money Um, these guys got paid it seems like he wants to be there luca was instrumental in getting Mm -hmm. him back um and it seems like he's honestly happy in dallas so I, I hope that you know continues. My thing is totally going to hinge on um, Jason Kidd and whatnot because we know how he is with making um, friends. But speaking of getting paid a lot of money, two free agents um, got paid. You know, it seems like consensus way more fucking money than you know uh, <laughs> some other people that might be better than them. Um, you know, I'm talking about Jeremy Grant and Fred Manfleet. I can't um, believe Jeremy Grant got all that money. Talk about a lot of fucking money. Jeremy bro. Grant got five years for $160 million in Portland. I mean... And we're talking about a player that's never been an all-star, never been an all-NBA, like, getting paid all of that bro, money. Bro, that's so much. That's so much. I mean, he's 29 years old. Like, he's good. Like... <sighs> That's bro, he, listen. He, he's I, a very I, good player. He's a player I like on my team, but not for that money. But hey, nah, shout out to we're gonna get to a, a little bit later. But shout out to Damian Lillard for letting him get paid. Nice. <laughs> well, right. Uh, Fred Van Fleet. You know, all the jokes are he got paid more than he's getting paid annually more than his fucking field goal percentage from last year, which is kind of nuts. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm always happy when someone gets paid. Don't, oh, I don't mean, get of course. Twisted, yeah, man. I'm not ta- always always happy when someone. I'm not paid. taking it away. But- As a basketball fan. That's a wild ass amount of money to pay for Fred Van Fleet. And I like Fred Van Fleet a lot, but I mean, they're not really. They're not doing. They're not really. (laughs) (laughs) That was an accident. That was fantastic. Coincidentally, like the the Rockets got nothing but young players, and I think all the young guys in there, all the young guys are all still on their on their first contract. I think they're they're at the point where um, you know, I was listening to this on um the athletics podcast for the Mavericks. Um shout out to Tim Cato. I really want to try to get him on the pod. And I know Ruben Ruben mm-hmm. is kind of cool with him. Um but uh they might have been in a situation similar to Oklahoma where everyone's like why would Oklahoma mm-hmm. you know accept the Bertans contract and give us that pick or do whatever. Oklahoma was under the fucking salary minimum <laughs> because they have all those young ass fucking players that aren't being paid. So they literally needed to get more money on the books and by doing that it allowed them to like have less rosters like you know then they don't fill the roster box they can um have more flexibility in that regard like they got to hit the minimum so the Rockets might have needed to hit the minimum because like you said it's pretty much a bunch of young ass dudes on their rookie deals like yeah i I couldn't tell you who the next oldest person on the Rockets is because fred now it's jeff green oh now oh (laughs) oh they did sign jeff green okay all right which was kind of weird for me too well fuck it i mean he could do he could just do he he's gonna be a great coach one day when it when he when he decides to get into coaching Mm -hmm. i can tell he's just like uh, also jerry stackhouse type yeah like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like he's like the udonis that travels like he's the udonis (laughs) that has been that has been around the league they just want to mentor young dudes I actually saw a video recently of um Jerry Stackhouse playing against the kids he was coaching, and yeah. he was just like, you know, y- y- y'all y'all forget who I was. Like yeah. I was an all star player, like yeah. you know what I mean. That's um, a fact. That's but a fact. yeah, I mean, you know, they, they got all that money and it also get put them in more flexible positions to take contracts and do all these things. So you oh, know, we know fact. the Rockets aren't really building for anything right now. Speaking I would say to, Rockets, to compete right now, they fucking they also signed Dylan Brooks too. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did sign Dylan I'm looking at it now. I forgot forgot that they fucking signed Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks got four years, $80 million. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure he's laughing at everybody that said he's going to end up in China. Fuck it, he's getting paid 20 a year. I mean, good for that. Good for that, man. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> good, good for him. Good for him for getting paid. That's um, what I'm saying. Like, how you know different? What? How different are the Rockets from the Guangzhou? Bro, they're <laughs> the not. That, listen, listen. <laughs> Yo, the Rockets. I mean, the, the Rockets. I want to see how Eme puts this together. Like, if Eme puts this shit together, man, like, it, like them boys gonna be gonna be all right. I hope. I, I hope know, that I, Chinese I, team might be fucking. They might win the same amount of games the Rockets win. Nah, so, man. Shit in the uh, NBA. A couple re-signings that I saw, Austin, yeah. Reeves, Austin Reeves back to the mm-hmm. Lakers, four years, $56 million. I mean, they said he was going to get paid. Roy Hachimura, right back, mm-hmm. three years, $51 million, played his way into a contract this mm-hmm. offseason. And, and that's a solid deal. Like, yeah. I don't think they overpaid for um, Rui at all. Nah, I don't think so either. Um, Draymond. Dray- Draymond. Now, I, I thought Golden State would have him back, but I, I it was pretty much a lock that he was going to get this contract after they traded Poole away. Mm-hmm. I'm so surprised that they gave him 100 mil, like 25, over I mean, 20, old? over four years. That's not bad. I mean, it's not, isn't that crazy? We talking about 100, four years, 100, 100 mil not, is not bad. That's, still, that's $25 million a year. Draymond, 33 years old. Yeah, for 33 years old. Yeah, that's, and it's Draymond. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to shit on Draymond. Yeah. Like, Draymond is a great player. He's been instrumental to their success. Yeah. And I guess that 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 rationalized why they paid like, to him. To be fair, they don't win as many games without him. Right. So. That, that's what I'm saying. He's instrumental to their yeah, success. He definitely is. Absolutely. That might be like a you you know you've done a lot for a sort of contract. Like, yeah. That that might be like a that's time a, time for you to make some money sort of thing. That's We're a, not over the press. We'll be able to be. <laughs> nigga got a legacy deal. Pretty much. <laughs> um, I think there's other moves that like you know Chris Middleton was a big resign, but I don't. I think we were all confident he wasn't going anywhere yeah, anyway. Nah, yeah. Kyle Kuzma to me was the bigger. I was surprised he stayed in Washington. I mean, they paid him the money. They they, they definitely gave, did. They gave him the bread. I mean, you can't. There's certain things I just don't know. I don't know who is going to give him more than that. Who is going to give him more than four years, 102 million? That's a, that's that's tough. I, I, <laughs> the he, he, <laughs> well, they was they paying everybody. Um, um, but yeah, I, I think I, I think um, a player in that point would have been um, Charlotte. Charlotte. Before, because you know, right now PJ Washington is a uh, restricted free agent. Who, and you know, I'm glad we you know the, we made the trade. We got Grant Williams and whatnot. But like it to me, it was between Grant and PJ. The more I think about it, the more I kind of would have liked PJ. But I'm I'm happy with Grant. Apparently, you know, it seems like we're we might sign Thibault. Um, but anyway, let me see. Um, let me. I, I'm actually. Let me just look real. Let me just look real quick at this trade. So y'all got mm-hmm. two second round picks for Grant Williams, and then you just traded away two for second round. No, picks? we traded Reggie Bullock. Oh, why doesn't it say that on here? That's weird. It just doesn't. You know. All right. Maybe that's, he's not ending up in Boston. Maybe because apparently the um the Spurs are involved in it too. Mm. But yeah, because it was a three team trade, right? Yeah. I thought the Spurs were just involved for picks, but who knows? So I was surprised that we traded Obi. Um, I was also surprised at that. I, I was surprised. I, I was surprised, but I should have seen it come in a little bit, just because. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you playing behind Julius, and I, I made a joke mm-hmm. with Keith because we was together as this shit was happening. I'm like, Julius plays fucking 45 minutes a night. In what world is <laughs> Obi really going to shine on the Knicks when the person playing in front of you doesn't get off the court and he plays every fucking game? Well, one, uh, he he missed a good amount of time for y'all. But he one, he did. Should Julius be playing forty five minutes a night? Well, that, and how long? How much more of a future do you have with Julius than you would you would have had if you're going to try and you know build Obi at that point? Yeah, I get it. Again, like I, I think if it. we talk about like, I don't think he should have been your All Star player. I don't think he should have been your All NBA player. Jalen Brunson should have been both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, how how much longer is Julius' tenure in 
New York, especially when we were talking about trade options for him last year. Yep. So um, I I feel like if we were going to trade Julius, we would have traded him by now. Like yeah, like that's I, I I'm set on that. I I don't think he's going anywhere. Well, how how good of you how good of a season do you think he's gonna have this year? <laughs> Listen, I don't I think, think last year was a bad season by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't think it was as good as the year before. And then on top of that, and then last year was marred by a big chunk missed by injury. Facts. So we sit here and we go, his play declined a little bit. Um, you know, and how old is he? He is twenty. He will be twenty nine this right, year. So he's still relatively young, but this like, is crazy. It feels like he's been in the, the league forever. I don't know. I feel like if you can move him for something, I mean, yes, like it sounds good. Yeah, but but of course. But we've know. been talking about moving Julius for 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 a while now. You it's think crazy. Julius it's, or Mitch is more likely to get moved right now? Right now, I think Mitch is probably a more attractive piece. I think I agree with him, a more attractive piece. Yeah, I think I think tr- Mitch is more Mitch is a more attractive piece. I mean, we also just extended Mitch. That's the other thing. Like, yeah, I mean, what would you? Who would you? Who would you I'll rather? Well, I mean, I I you y'all would yeah, probably you take you want Tim Hardaway Jr. back? I'm good. I'll like, give you. you listen, this is this is the offer. Okay, right for Mitch. For Mitch. Okay. Right? Tim Hardaway. No. Let me finish. <laughs> okay. Josh Green. Okay. That's a three and D. Two to two yes. to three. Okay. Um, and then your choice of a rotational center. Yeah. It, it, it's like a, a it's like second rounder. It, it's shit. a it's a move that don't really move the needle. Like, to be honest. Like, I feel if we could have Flipped Julius and and Mitch for us for a big that can actually like score and rebound. That would be ideal. That would be ideal. And I think that's why a lot of guys was high on Cat. I don't really want Cat, but I don't want Cat either. I hate whenever that gets brought up. Right, but if you think about it, like Cat would be offensively, offensively he would be a big help to the front court. Oh, absolutely. I, I can't deny. I can't deny that. I would love. I, like I won't I'll say give I it up 140 points a yeah, game though. Yeah, yeah, and that's Tim the, Thibodeau would lose his fucking and mind. That's, and that's the and that's the <laughs> other thing. And I think and Tibbs already coached him. I don't think Tibbs really fuck with Cat like that. I don't think anyone fucks with Cat <laughs> like that to be honest. I don't think I really don't think uh, Tibbs fuck with Cat like that at all. So that's that's that. I mean, we also signed White Dante, which which was mm. chills. I was fucking with you that. You bringing Villanova crew back together? You're gonna trade from yo next. yo. We're Nova North for real, for real, bro. We really got we really got all the Nova Hoopers. Word too, man. Bro. National champions right there. Those are some winners, man. <laughs> I like that. I think Julius for Mikael. Julius for Mikael. Nah. Oh well. Bro, I, mean, can, run, I mean, can we? If you, can we? Think Is about it. Possible? If you run Mikael at the four. Even it, if you you got Mitch behind him, and and Mikael really will play every single game. That nigga bro. played eighty three games last season. Exactly. Yeah, I think um, Julius for Mikael. Hey man, I I listen. We I'm gonna have to. The talk. Nets can be a salary dump option. I'm, if they if they really going full rebuild though, if they're going full yeah. rebuild, then yeah. Well, what about even even Mitch? You, you got good backup centers that like a step up. Hartenstein was playing the minutes in the, Hard, in the fucking Hartenstein, in the playoffs. Hartenstein was playing those minutes. And Jericho Sims is still young as shit. That's a quality backup big. There's potential there. I think I think Jericho Sims is alright. I gotta really see like what he would get into on a on a playoff floor. But but, but we're also not asking even um, Hartenstein to do too much because you get Mikhail, then you could just play Julius at the five in a small ball lineup and then you're still you know, the switchability is insane and Julius rebound mm-hmm. so that's a fact there's um a couple low-key moves that was made that I didn't that uh let me let me just get into that real quick oh, excuse me Woof, Bruce Brown all right so this was this was interesting because I was so much hint on Bruce Brown it's crazy <laughs> like Bruce Brown not even 27 he'll be 27 this year but mm-hmm. 
it, it's just that's a 22 and a half. I, I'm pro- I'm happy that he got his money. Jokic made Jokic really making millionaires out here though. I'm yes, I agree. It's yeah. that Jason Kidd effect, but at the same time, Bruce Brown's worth is honestly like it's showed that he's a piece. The issue was the the fucking Nets were playing him as a five. Yeah, well, the Nets. Like, well, well, that Bruce was the Brown, issue. Bruce Brown was playing was playing everything. Bro, he they was, said he, that shit. They were like, Mike Malone called him and was like, "Why aren't you signed?" He's like, "People don't know how to use me because I was playing the fucking five and I'm six four. Wow. Like. It's one of those that, like, yeah, bro, you switch it, like, versatility, um, switchability on defense. Like, you sit here and you go, all right, what do you need? And and the fact that you worked on a shot and went back to guard play in um, in Denver. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, as much as, listen, Jokic is going to get people paid over the course of his career. Absolutely. Like, it's not Bruce Brown's offense is the reason why he got paid this summer. Yeah. But uh, true. I, what true. the Pacers are doing a lot of interesting things. Yeah. Um, I mean, I hey, mean, shout out to Tyrese. How a lot of extensions got signed. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. Tyrese Halliburton got his money. Lamelo, yep. Aunt Edwards, mm-hmm. and there's one there more. One more. Uh, Desmond Bain got extended, yes. but he didn't get the max though. He got like he got the six. max that he can get. Well, that all oh, because he's eligible for. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so then yeah. and I think yeah. and okay. people were going crazy off of that. Nah, Desmond Bain, Bain absolutely nice. <laughs> deserved right. all of that money. Right, exactly. Bro. People also got to understand that, like, yo, when Jaw one most improved player, he was like, nah, this really should have gone to Desmond Bain, bro. For real, for real. Bro, like, he his jump from from I guess that was year two to year three was crazy, and he's still getting better, bro. And he was the one who consistently kept them afloat yep, when Ja wasn't doing. playing. It definitely wasn't fucking Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson has not been an offensive weapon really. Yep. Um, he's anchoring the defense, but yeah. Desmond Bain is an all defensive talent. Mm-hmm. Sure, he's a little bit smaller for a guard. He's like six four, six five, but he's strong as fuck. He's like coming out of the draft. He was the best shooter in his draft class, yep. and has consistently shown that he averages like like twenty two and like eight, and is guarding your best player like in the um nah, Bain, backcourt. Bain is, Bain is absolutely good. worth all that yes, money. Yes, he's worth that. Um, um, I, I was rocking. I was rocking with the with mm-hmm. with that with all those guys getting getting their money. I was happy. Well Gabe, Gabe Vincent and uh, Max Struess. Yeah, got they, got, they they got their money. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Jimmy made them some. Mm-hmm. Listen, I mean they played their way into it. I can't oh, I can't give it give it all to Jimmy. Let me let me actually do, run that back a little bit because they played their ass off this past this past season. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, gave Vincent to the Lakers three years, thirty three million. That's great. And then Struess went to the Cavs, I believe, four years, sixty three million, which is that's a lot of bread. Yeah, I that's mean, a lot of money. But where, I don't even know, like, where are the Cavs even allocating their money to? Um, I mean, Spider, Spider, Spider. And Jared Allen. Those are the only big contracts on the team. There you go. Yeah, I think they shed cap when they traded um, uh, Kevin Love. Uh, Kevin Love, who also resigned with the Heat. But, um, mm-hmm. and it seems like Jared Allen is most likely going to be on the move again. Like, they're going to have to pay some of their young dudes, but, like, they're not in a position that we're yeah, over the right? Yeah, they got to do too Like, Garland's much. deal, I feel like it's pretty team friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they need things like they they need development they need more players and stuff like that um hey man the lakers quietly put together a solid roster you do you feel like the lakers should have signed you low like how do you feel about that i don't love it honestly um because i the i think gabe vincent's gonna end up being the starting guard really yeah i don't think i think delo's inconsistency especially through the playoffs i think um just i just don't i honestly don't think he's that good and towards the end of his tenure in Minnesota, I think he shifted his game to be better to play around offensive players like that. Right? Like he averaged less per game, but he started playing better defense. He became more of a floor general and doing those things, and that's all well and good. But like, you're not going to be the floor general when LeBron's on the court. You 
are you going to sit here and just play in the spot-up role? Because that's a good amount of money to hear. Or are you going to talk about running the second unit? Um, did Dennis Schroeder sign yet? Uh, Schroeder signed with the Raptors. Okay. He that's right. That's the right. Raptors for, yeah. I think it was like $12 million a year. I'm not. I'm not. Just double check. What is a, I was going to say, can you also just let me know how much uh, D'Lo's making? Oh, he's making, he two years, $37 million, So All right. That's not, that's not bad. I but mean, like, no, it's not, it's not bad. I'm surprised that they really re-signed him, though, based off of how he played in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, because it, it, it makes sense that. It makes sense that you sign, um, like you re-sign the guys that you re-sign. Like mm-hmm. you re-sign a Rui, re-sign mm-hmm. Austin Reeves because they played well. But mm-hmm. re-signing D'Lo was like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I, he got uh, um, Schroeder got uh, two years, twenty-five. So yeah, about 12, 12 and a half a year. Just yeah, about. I think that um, you know that that guard group just came sort of bare, and we knew this wasn't the strongest trade in class anyway. Right. But I think once Darren Schroeder got signed away, and we know that the Lakers wanted to re-sign him, yeah. um, I, I think you. you Dilo became a need. I'm realizing though that there's a lot of capable role players in this. Like, it's yeah. not like star wise, it like maybe it's not the biggest mm-hmm. class, but I mean, I don't think we're gonna get like a big, big free agent class. Like, wait, I like, think it's like, a year. I think next year might be a solid class, right. but I know I what you mean. it seems like a lot of people are getting into extensions. Yeah, because like, people, because if they if if the, if the stars don't want to stay there, they don't even really wait till free agency no more. They just ask to get traded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout you know, out. Shake Milton signed that offer with the Sixers? Yes. Okay. No, no, so, no. Not the Sixers with the with the Timberwolves. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um Y'all got I Seth mean, Y'all was, got Seth Curry back. We did get Seth Curry back. Yep. Notable friend to both Kyrie and Luca. Yes. Um, good teammate. Here for his third tour du- duty. Nice. Um good for which y'all. to me, once we signed him, we have to trade Tim. Like what the fuck is like we don't need Tim. Like we don't need Tim taking minutes away from Jalen Hardy, who I think is gonna have a breakout fucking year. Agreed. Um, as long as Jason Kidd gets his fucking agreed, head out of his ass. Agreed, agreed. But um, um, yeah, I agree. There were there were a lot of really capable role players. Um, definitely like things that move the needle. Uh, well, Eric Gordon signed with the Suns. The Suns are really trying to stretch that little bit of cap that they have, and they're doing. They're definitely doing things to stretch it. Um, but I still will yeah. never believe in the Eric Suns. Eric Gordon has been in the league forever. I really got mad love for all these guys that have been in the league mm-hmm. fucking forever. Like, I'm just looking at the ages. And like, they've been on competitive teams for a large time. Yeah, career, for man. real. Like, Jeff Green, man, about to be 37 this year. Like, go, like still there. Derrick Rose, you just got re-signed. By, mm-hmm. it, the Grizzlies gave him two years. Shout out D. Rose, man. He'll be 35 and, this year. And you know he's going to play. Yeah, he's going to play. He is play. going to be playing in Memphis, play. which is great. We love to see that. Especially because Ja going to be out those first however many games that he's going to be out, 25 games or whatever. Um, I think th- I was surprised that uh, Jackson Hayes was let go like that. I thought when he got drafted, he was going to be your, your notable backup big. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and a little bit of change of pace from um. He went to the Lakers, right? Yes, that's what, like the Lakers. I think made some really quality death pieces, but the Lakers they, they always... signed they signed Cam Reddish too. Yeah, the the thing about the Lakers is it's always going to be health for Anthony Davis. That that's what you know their successful hinge on. Yeah. Um, I mean, Torian Prince was a real like they they have a solid second rotation right now. Yeah, that's a fact. My right, man. they have defenders, they have shooters, they have everything that you can you can really ask for. My guy Pat Bev, one year to the Sixers. I know my Sixers fans is really, really feeling that move. Uh, shout out to the Nets. Uh, y'all got Lonnie Walker. Oh, you uh, the, that's oh. got DSJ too. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they did. Oh wow, I'm look saying, at that. The 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 Suns. They like their backup roles right now is like you have Yuta, you have um, Damian Lee, you have Eric Gordon. Um, they got some of them motherfuckers on contract. I can't think of right now, but like they're they. They filled it out to the best of their ability, but I the Suns just I don't believe in them at all. So yeah, nah. 
That's um, another health will determine everything. We're we gonna have to see. They're gonna have to make some moves or make some trades because I still don't feel like their depth is just anything. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if you have to run your whole game with book KD or Bill on the floor, like mm-hmm. at, at, in order for y'all to succeed, it's just y'all it, not it's, making it through a season. Y'all not. Y'all not. Because what's gonna happen? Like JT said last week or a couple weeks ago, like you gotta count that KD gonna be out for at least a month at it mm-hmm. at, at any given point. That could sink sink niggas right under mm-hmm. under the, under the ship. Is Malik Beasley still free agent? Or he signed nah, him? he signed to the to the to the Bucks one year two two point seven. Mm. I don't really think there's anything on anything else that's like too too significant. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it now. Um, um everybody else got signed. No, nope, it was so Austin Re- Austin Rui Herb Jones. Yeah. Cam Johnson. Herb Jones is a great fucking role Cam player. Cam Johnson got some money, too. That's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Trey Jones. Yeah, like, it's not All really right, so anybody. Crazy, yeah. Miles Bridges. You know what I'm saying? He's playing. He's, yeah, right. Yeah. he's and He'll probably end up playing his way into a contract if he do well. If to he me, well this that season. signing signaled the end for PJ, mm-hmm. Um, who, again, like, it would be some real black magic shit if we could somehow get PJ, which I don't think we'll be able to afford. Right. Um, you know, if we we're putting out an offer sheet for Matisse, unless Portland matches. But um, hey, it's been, I don't know, you know, I feel like your roster is pretty set. You didn't have a whole bunch of free agents or you know mm-hmm. a cap space in general to be yeah, playing nah, around. Yeah, I think I think. White getting white Dante was chills. That's mm-hmm. kind of what we. That's kind of what uh, we need. Like another Josh Hart opted in. Yeah, Josh Hart opted in. I think we talked about that, that last week. He he opted in. Thank God. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really mad at anything that that we did or didn't do because mm-hmm. we made the necessary moves. Like everybody, yeah. like our team is low key kind of already set. It was just like, yeah. all right, we're gonna get like one or two guys. And you just gotta. Um, you just gotta get better. Yeah, you just gotta progress. We gotta. We gotta progress. And I'm glad JT isn't here to shut down all those Mikhail to Nick's things because no. I think that should be a real thing. No, no, no. That 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 that's in the that's in the works. I hope we get bridges. No, but we but we could talk about it. Oh. If JT was here, he would he would try to not let us talk about it. Oh, well, right. Yeah. But um. Yeah, because the Nets are a trash can organization. Wow, <laughs> I ain't say, lie. I ain't <laughs> say, I'm really, I, I'm laughing. I'm throwing stones when I live in a glass house, but you know, whatever. I'm, I'll, I'll take my my semi semi uh semifinals se- conference semifinals appearance. Fuck yeah. it. I mean, fuck no. it, fuck it, fuck it. Yeah, I, I like free agency has been a big fucking ups and downs for us as Mavs fans. From like, where well, shit's looking really good, like the Seth Curry signing. But then we re-signed Dwight Powell. And we're like, I don't love it. Sure, whatever. Who apparently took less money to stay instead of going to the Rockets. Right. I don't know who the fuck's paying Dwight anyway. Um, the Kyrie, I think the Kyrie signing was a good signing. But then we signed Dante Exum. Who's just Australian. Dante Exum Frank. is still in the league? He was not in the league. He spent a year out of the league. He hasn't played. Actually, he hasn't been in the league since 2021. I didn't know that. So um so he so y'all he's our say- Frank Nilakina replacement, which we don't need a Frank Nilakina replacement to begin with. Let me see. Did he get resigned? Well, whatever. He's going back. He's going back to France. I think he's still under contract. He's going back to France. Like, I don't well, know. He, I, I hope he goes back to France. This nigga does not need to be in the league. This nigga, every time I see this nigga's name, I get PTSD. <laughs> he <sighs> is 
An unrestricted free agent has not been signed yet. Oh, lovely. Nigalina. Yeah, he, he's our, you know, we're calling Dante and that. So then we get into the point, bro, like, are these all the moves we're going to make? So us uh, trading for Grant Williams today was a huge, huge move on being signed to a four-year deal that really puts our, like, defensive 3 and D wing on the board. And for us as Mavs fans, um, we short up our front court. I think we have one of the best front court rotations, honestly. I mean, backcourt rotations. Um, our guard rotation is, you, know, you have Luca, um, Luca, Kyrie, Seth, Jalen Hardy, them alone. And then you had Josh Green, who's another 3 and D. Um, you know, that's a very solid guard rotation. Um, but our wings and our, our, and our bigs. Our bigs are not fucking it. <laughs> I'm about at to all. say, yeah, it, the guard the guard play I don't think was really mm. the problem with our the issue Mavericks. was fucking defense. Yeah. And you know, now with Grant Williams, that plugs a big hole. And now that, on top of that, that's like, you know, our big thing, which Apparently, the last time we had two first-round picks was like 2004. Um, the big thing is we we had a good draft night, and we drafted really good prospects who now have good people to learn from. Um, good people in the sense of like, Omax is literally like, he is going to be the athletic 3 and D forward. So now as if Grant was athletic, now we're hoping that's what Omax is going to be. All right, Derek Lively, Tyson Chandler was like ready to start coaching. So he's been working with Derek Lively. And um, that seems like that might be the move, which is exactly what we want. But, you know, Derek Lively, we're not expecting him to be ready this year. You want him to be a rotational piece, get experience, and continue to grow and get confidence. I think he's going to be good. I'm hoping he's going to be good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think we need one more front court piece. Um, honestly, like I said, uh, if, if it could be someone like PJ, if we can do some sort of package, um, that would be fantastic. Um, I, I don't really see that happening now that we've traded for Grant. I really thought it was one or the other, and you know, I mean, but even if you sign Matisse, then that—that's another thing. That's an All NBA player, uh, All Defensive player. All sorry, defensive, yeah. um, that we're getting. Who I'm hoping it's not not, not a crazy deal or anything like that. But uh, we we teach people how to shoot. We taught Rondo how to shoot. You know what I mean? We that's something you could work on. And when you're playing with um, someone like Luca, who's gonna get you easy buckets. Absolutely. You know, you sound like a very optimistic Maverick. I'm man. trying to be, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I, I, I'm really I, trying you, to be. Yeah, but at you, the end of the day, you, you really trying to, you really trying to sell it to me. I, I don't won't know, feel the, good. The cool, the Kool Aid do not seem like it tastes that it's, good. It my does boy. not. The, All right, I, I won't I, be I, good as long as we on the, as long as oh, we on the same yeah, page nah. there. Bro. I won't be good unless you trade for a center. Yeah, y'all have to, because that's like that's that's literally what y'all are missing. If we can, like, I think I don't think the eight and thing is happening. Um, but then again, they need a bunch of fucking role players. We got a bunch of role players. Um, for your disgruntled star, I don't see the eight thing happening. If it somehow did, that would be. I think now that would be good, right? I think if we could still somehow get Capella, that would be huge, right? I think if we can, you know, if we could swing Capella, there's not a there's not a ton of other big. If if Miles Turner is still available, um, people like them, I'd be very happy. Yeah. Right, then I'm looking with a lot of optimism towards the season because at that point we are shored up and we have a true MVP candidate who now Grant Williams needs to, gets to play with a real one. Um, Clint only got two years left on his contract next year and next yeah. year in the following But they year. need to they clear room for yeah. uh Okongwu. Oh, uh, he's very good, he is very, very good. And then when they start, I started to see how much better he was, and I was like, Yeah, I was like, Damn, maybe we can low key sweep in for a trade for Okongwu, but no. Nah. Um, so I, if we could somehow, like I said, a player like Clint, a player like Miles, that would be huge. And then now our front oh, court's short up, and uh, that's 
what I feel like then we can his, sit here and go, oh, we're truly contending. What is his contract? I'm looking at these contracts like they really matter. They don't matter. If you want to, if, if it's time for him to get traded, he'll get traded. Mm-hmm. But I'm just curious because I know he signed an extension. I just wish the Rockets, I mean, the Raptors went full fire sale. If Pascal would have been available. Oh, he's not really making that much money either. He's making twenty million next year and only twenty seven. He's only twenty seven. Well, I mean, if you play out his contract, I mean shit, by the time by the time y'all might get him. <laughs> but this is me now be, trying, trying to play trying to play play uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Luca will be like probably in his prime by that point. Isn't that crazy to think? Yeah, I mean, this man's coming up all, <laughs> them, all NBA seasons and he's not even in his prime, bro. Not even in his prime, but nothing to show for it either. It would be such a shame if he doesn't have multiple MVP seasons. Well, I think the the MV, the, I mean, it would be a shame, but I, I think y'all should have bigger bigger sights on when you oh, got play, play at that caliber. But at the end of the day, like, this is a dude who's been fucking putting up real life MVP numbers, okay. getting outshined by fucking, quote unquote, outshined by Jason Tatum. Yeah. <laughs> People trying to. I saw a thing that was like, we need to start talking about Luca the same light as Jason Tatum. I'm like, that's the most backward shit I ever fucking heard. Why you say that? Because Jason Tatum is not as good of a player. Period. I mean, duh. I mean, <laughs> like, but like, but what, is that, but what does that mean? I don't like, understand what you it seem I, like. First of all, motherfuckers should have been like, Jason Tatum at no point was a real MVP, in my opinion. No, nah, I don't think so. So Luca has been on a fucking team that is ass. <laughs> like, right. So he's been doing all that without any help. And we're going to talk about a dude who's had all-star level teammates basically his entire time. But it's all, I'm okay. it's all like, it's all uh, a hearsay conversation because yeah. it's like. But know. also the fucking, what are the Celtics doing, man? I don't know what, what the fuck. Are the, I, I, I mean, have no I, idea I, what them niggas get into. The we got to tear that shit down. Bro, but like, they're they, like half tearing it down. Like, what are we doing? Like, they, like y'all going to trade two of y'all rotational pieces. One, that's a year removed from winning defensive player mm-hmm. of the year. Like, and when they traded Marcus Smart, I was like, nah, what the fuck? This free agency getting weird. Bro, they traded. Nobody's safe. They traded two out of their three best defensive players. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're trying to trade the fourth one who's hurt in Brogdon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but, no, but yeah, I mean, well, shit, Brogdon would have got set, would have gotten sent sent away had yeah, but he then you never, keep Marcus yeah, Smart, right? right? Yeah, 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 no, I'm but saying now they're they're potentially gonna lose all of them. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. So I have, and then you're replacing it with Porzingis, so you have some rim protection. But at the same time, you had that already on Robert Williams. The only issue is Robert Williams getting hurt. Um, but Brad Stevens, what's going on, partner? Jalen Brown gonna be real tired. He ain't not gonna be averaging them all that points when you gotta have him playing defense the entire time. Don't worry, he coming to New York next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he can not go left. <laughs> well, because Jalen gonna be going left. Listen, I, listen, whatever. We got. That's why I got the other. That's why JB I got Jalen. That's why JB I got. Squared? That's why we got Brunson. So he can he can go left. JB and do. JB, JB squared. I'll take it. I'll take it. J- Jalen Brown still a great. Still a real. I don't say oh, he's absolutely. great. He's still a really good player. I would like oh. to have him on my team, but absolutely. you know, and he's in a, a lesser role. In, a, in yep, after next season, and I don't think agent. he resigning. Yeah, I, no part of me that makes you feel we'll like see. he's gonna stay. Depends on where the Celtics is at, though. If the Celtics isn't, they should be in a good spot by the trade deadline. But if they're not, hey, I, yeah, they're a good regular season team. But I still don't, I don't trust that roster, like right, as it's currently you constructed right now. You shouldn't. And um, you know they're missing. We want to talk about it. We we said it before. That's never really been fucking Jason Tatum's team from a leadership standpoint, yeah. Doug. Like he is not the emotional leader in that locker room. Um, and see. I'm very interested to see how that how that goes now that Smart not there. I feel like Smart was low key one of the leaders on that team, oh, one absolutely. of the main leaders on that team. Absolutely, and you know they tried to say that him and Jalen Brown had beef. 
Um, but Jalen Brown got beef with the organization as a whole, to be honest. Nah, but um, it was Marcus Smart. He shut it down because he was talking yeah. about Jalen Brun- not Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brown, and how like when his mom died and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he came to the funeral. He's one of the f- only people that came to the funeral mm-hmm. and stuff. So um, I gotta take his word on that. He shut that down. Of course, down. of course. Which is great, and you love to. People don't, you know, a lot of times that that doesn't come out to years, years down the road, right? right. Usually not until after people retire and whatnot. But um, I do think Jalen Brown is a very good player, and um, I agree. He's someone that I would love to have uh, on on my team. But um, damn, not a cameraman being taken out at the Yankee game. Word, <laughs> nah, yeah, bro. Really. Yes, network cameraman left field at Yankee Stadium on stretcher after being hit by errant throw. Who the fuck pegged this man? Anyway, um, uh, I don't know, man. No, there, there's still a lot of moves we made. I don't really. Celtics looking real suspect. Um, I don't see Jalen Brown resigning in any capacity. And like now, like I said, the the rest of free agency will fall in the next two days. But I don't think there's any anything really crazy to be done outside of the the biggest conversation piece of uh the Damian Lillard. You know, he finally. Asked for a trade, and Thank he did it God. after his man's got signed. So you know he's he's a real one for that. But um, I don't know, man. I hate this fake narrative that people are trying to make about him running away from the grind now and nah. taking like you know real Hell Hooper's no. been trying to free this man for years, Hell and now no. he says it. Now it's a problem. Hell no. Like this he sat man, here and said, yeah. "I want y'all. I want to compete here. I would rather do it. Are y'all gonna make this happen?" And they didn't make it happen. So he was like, "All right, let's. I'm ready to go." That's it. They. Yeah. This is like they, we could have. We could have dealt with this years ago but you know niggas only like to learn the hard way mm-hmm. i understand i'm also a nigga that likes to learn the hard way <laughs> but yeah i mean dame dame is free but they saying that he want to go to the he heat, only wants to but, go to the heat. but but they don't want to trade him to the heat because they're, they're, they're not they're not they're not they not they don't want none of nothing none of that back like they don't want like tyler hero they don't want they that's well, what I, I, that's what the reports were saying i don't think it was that necessary i think it's they for it to go to the heat they need a third team and no third team wants to help facilitate that trade. I feel that. That's what it's like. I feel like. that. I feel uh, that. Which, yeah, I mean, what, you're, you want to put Dame, Jimmy, and Bam together? That's absolutely fucking insane. Yeah, nah. But, um, yeah, like, you know, and he doesn't, you know, as Justin pointed out last week, he doesn't have a no trade clause. So if they wanted to be assholes, they can move him wherever they want to. But, you know, it seems like they're doing right by him for him doing right by the organization for so long um, that they're very much of, like, we shall – Try and get you to your preferred destination, but they're going to need someone else, uh, you know, another team involved to really make that happen. Um, I've seen uh, Bleach Report put some uh, trade trade options out, one including to the Knicks and stuff like that, which you know, we've talked about it before this podcast that um, with the merits of Jalen Brunson, it's not really the best move. Um, but one... I think Jaime Jaquez is the truth. That nigga gonna be alright. I think he's I was watching. Be I was watching. Good, I, was watching I was watching him play the other night. He was, like, he's gonna he's gonna be alright. Like, and in the Heat organization, at mm-hmm. that, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna do. I some think damage. he's gonna be real fucking good. And like, I don't. I would not have been upset if we drafted him with that second first round pick. It must be nice to have draft picked in this draft. <laughs> we literally had no picks, bro. I really would have liked something like just a little something to be something to be excited about. Like, yo, damn, I don't even welcome to what's been my life for mad fucking long. Well, hey, man, listen, y'all got Luke, y'all got picks. y'all got Luca out of it. We yeah, haven't found right. we haven't found our Luca just yet. Um, I don't think there's really any but, other major moves that was made. Uh, so, do you think it's it's gonna happen? But, what do you yeah. think? Uh, 
Oh, he's gonna go. He's gonna it's, get there. It's gonna happen. It's gonna go there. If the, if do you think it'll happen before the season starts? I mean, I would hope so. I mean, mm. they the, the Blazers as an organization has a decision to make. They could let this linger on, and the mm. longer they linger it on, the uglier it's gonna get. Or you could focus on your future. You could mm. get what you can get for Dame. You could build around Scoot and let that be that. Now, honestly, you're getting like if. If you're getting Harrow, Jaquez, a bunch of picks, like that's a solid return to build on what you had. You had Jeremy Grant locked up, right? Yeah. Who's already going to be your three four? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaime is a, is a three four. Scoot's going to be your point guard. You put a solid score next to him and Harrow. You have the defense stuff lined up. Um, it's what's like, really going to come down to is like your front court, but you're going to have a high draft pick next year, right. and Nurk is still there in some trade scenarios so like he'll you know it's like whatever at it's, that point. it's like y'all can't have both y'all gotta y'all y'all have y'all to commit either, to one you, exactly you can't keep, try to win a championship with dame because it hasn't worked the past however many years mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying the move or y'all rebuild and y'all start from scratch and let chauncey figure it out and it's crazy because um they were talking about the comparison to like why people like dame's getting the shit but like literally the biggest stars that the trailblazers have ever had have all been in that scenario and have all left, and they won championships elsewhere. Yep, like Bill Walton, Clyde Drexler, Lamar, and now Dame. Well, okay, well that that's true. Those are players that, and Dame obviously didn't win an MVP, and Clyde didn't either because of Jordan. But those are players that honestly like had the ability to do that, right? Those are elite level players. Those are top ten players. Shoot, and you also got you also got to think of like other guys that probably weren't as good, but mm-hmm. definitely were instrumental to the franchise in this mm-hmm. moment. Guys like Lamarcus Aldridge, dudes like Brandon mm-hmm. Roy. I'm saying like, I I've seen the thing where they're like Brandon Roy being hurt might have been what really doomed the franchise. Yeah. Well, that and Greg Oden. Well, not drafting yeah, Kevin Durant. That, well, I mean, that's on. I mean, yeah. See, that's on y'all. Yeah, yeah but at the same time, Greg Oden was supposed to be Shaq when he came out. I mean. He was he was really supposed to be Shaq, bro. I, I I get it, I get it. You know what I'm saying like you can't like, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not like this wasn't. It, it's not like the '84 draft where you can't get mad at the Rockets for drafting Hakeem Olajuwon. Like that nigga, yeah. it was Hakeem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he, he, Michael Jordan was still available. That's that that's that's my point. Like I, saw, I, I, don't, um, I, I don't know, I don't know. I saw something that I think it was Ralph Sampson got drafted a year or two before. Mm-hmm. And he was such a coveted pick. Um, I think he was on the Rockets, by the Rockets, that the Trailblazers would have traded, or like the Bulls would have, I think the Bulls would have traded the pick to get him. And then the Trailblazers would have been able to draft Michael Jordan. Oh, look at that. It's funny how history be playing out. Sorry, sorry, not the Trailblazers, uh, the Rockets. The Rockets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rockets could have just had a ridiculous. Whatever, that nigga was on. too big for himself. That nigga ended up getting hurt too. He got really he, first like four or five seasons. He was really good, and then he got hurt. And then you know how that go. Big man, big man. Ralph Simpson. Yep. Yeah. But he was also like Virginia he was legend. seven four, fucking <laughs> like, running what? like gazelle and doing all this shit Bro. back in the day when strength and conditioning wasn't a real thing. Like what the fuck? So, seven foot four going yeah. crazy like that. Um, I love I love that you talk about the fucking how Bull Bull walked. So uh, so Wemby could run. They're like, we've never seen anyone do this shit before at this size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, who Bobo is also a free, uh, unrestricted free agent right now. Bobo, oh yeah, they he just fucking got cut. 
I don't know. Like Yo, somebody, some some, take a some, flyer on homie, somebody bro. could just grab Sun real quick. Man, like, oh, like, you can't tell me that Bowl Bowl is just like he's not just, worth the roster, he's just so. trash. Like he can't. Bro, the big issues people had was his ability to stay healthy, and he's like, I'm healthy and I'm here and I want to play. And when I play, I'm doing wild shit. Like, what hey, the fuck listen, is going Sun, on, Suns might want to take a flyer on that. Shit, they they, they, they might just want to take a flyer. Like, cause at this point, why not? Nothing. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, might as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or if the Rockets want to go full AAU. <laughs> if they want to go full AAU, nah, 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 nah. They got nah. the fucking, they Ime, got the, the high school mixtape all-stars over there. He may had to deal with Taco, so I doubt that he wanted to deal with fucking uh, <laughs> Bobo. Not saying that, that Bobo is, like, worse, but just another tall-ass nigga like that. <laughs> hey, Taco couldn't dribble a shoot, though. Yeah, you're right. All right. Um, Anything else for sports? We good? Yeah, we got on sports. Like, for what was supposed to be a pretty uneventful free agency, it ended up being a little crazier, you know, than we thought. Now that we have wrapped up sports, uh, it is time for our anime segments. No Weeb Weekly this week because there's only one more episode left of uh, Hell's Paradise. We wanted everyone to be here to watch that one together. So we're going to wait for Justin um, and then me, essentially, to come back so we can wrap that up. But we did do Anime Book Club this week. Uh, this is our second week watching um, Mushoku Tensei, I believe I said that right, uh, Jabba's Reincarnation. Uh, we did episodes four, five, and six this week, and um, we we got a little bit more about like I guess what the plot of the show is gonna be here. Uh, I know, it, I like I like it, right? I I like the show. I like the first few episodes, but like there was no real, it didn't feel like a direction yet, mm-hmm. right? It was a lot of establishing setting, character things, growth, right? Plot progression, character development, all of those not plot progression, character development, all those things, right? Four, five, and six, we get some some real plot plot progression. Um. Episode four was real interesting, right? We, we found out my son yo, Paul is really a scumbag. Paul is like that. First, yo, son, he's different. I, I don't know what's worse, Paul right? Paul is a menace. Paul getting his wife and the maid pregnant or the fact of they raising the two kids in the same crib, bro. Like, yo, the medieval time era was, yo. Yo. They was letting shit rock a little bit. My son Paul is fucking no Paul. Crazy, bro. Paul, like, Paul was that nah, shit was funny because every time he had some shit to say, he's like, "Shut up!" <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. Like, so it starts off with a bombshell of like, you know, they, um, Gina's is pregnant. They're finally gonna have another kid, and then Lily goes, "I'm pregnant too," and then every it goes, everyone had the same thought: whose could it be? And nah. then they all looked at Paul. I respect Paul because like, he get he yeah, kept it a buck. He, he owned up to it right away, man. He kept, he kept it a sure buck. I'm sure Zena knew what she was getting into when when they married. Yeah. Um, Based off still, of what shit we find out later. Yeah, but but still, bro. Like one, um, I, I'll wait till we get to the point. But uh, <laughs> my son, my son Rudy, my son Rudy is dead, manipulating his parents for good. Yeah, which is kind of wild. Like well, he's I mean, done it with Paul and to make him a better parent because right? he got he got life experience, and I think that's yeah. why him and Paul kind of got the relationship where, a, as we see, they Paul can speak got, candidly. Yeah, they speak mm. very candidly to each other. Like that's how a father son relationship should develop at some point because mm. Paul keep kept it a stack with him later on. He's like, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm a nigga, bro, for real. Like <laughs> I'm a dog. <laughs> it is what it it is what it um, is. And bitch, I'm a dog. Roof. <laughs> um, but. It was funny. I was like, I sat here and I was like, bro, it's the father. I fucking knew it. Like, I thought he was a good dude, but <laughs> man, Zenith is a real one, bro. Yeah. She's a real one. And I felt so bad because, like, I know um, Rudy was trying to get get her to come to this outcome, but you could tell just how conflicted he is because they obviously have love for Lilia, right? Mm-hmm. 
um and honestly shout out to for rudy for bringing up that be like oh there's no scenario where like she could have said no and then <laughs> lily went no that absolutely was not true at all like lily <laughs> felt bad because she was like bro like <laughs> i did this honestly i can't i don't blame her in the sense of she was like she went, I'm surprised I lasted this long because they be fucking all the time. And you hear it. When the, you're around the, fucking that much, bro. Yeah, you just hear it. It's just the urge. Yeah. It was the nigga urge that she had when she was in the bed. She's just it's like this fucking moaning and the sweating and shit, rubbing your legs together. Bro, like. All of that shit. And it's not like she be leaving the house and shit. Like, she's at a stay-at-home maid, so she can't go out and fucking get her own shit. So she just had to get a release, and next thing you know, she ended up pregnant, man. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was kind of crazy, like how he manipulates him for good, but it's still like there's pain attached to that. Like, you know, now it sort of made Lilia and Dina's relationship a bit stronger, but at the same time, like, you know, that had to be super painful for her, right? For the moral confliction, for the fact that it's like, damn, this is like another fucking like woman's kid that I now will be, will be here and stuff like that. But I also don't want to essentially give her and this baby a death sentence. Yeah. Um, sending a sending a newborn and a mom a month is a long yeah, bro. time. It through the winter. Yeah. Like, you know, they they, they were set up and um I, I like how Lilia goes, you know, she knew something was different off rip. I like how she said, I thought he was possessed. Yeah. Um, she was like, There's no way a baby is looking at me with that lustful. Like I knew what he was doing. I felt I felt him staring. Like, and now she she goes, Nah, like he she noticed, she was like, he read the situation perfectly and he's a child. Like, I owe him. And this child owes him. That's why they owe, that's why they have such a good relationship after the fact. Yeah. And he she goes, I'm gonna raise my kid to essentially serve him because if it wasn't for him, I he would not be alive. Yep. Right. Um, so they got the two kids and uh I think one, this is really like my son nah nah, my son Paul's a scumbag because Paul deadass raped Lilia and took her virginity. Wait, what? You Wait, missed for that? Real? No, I, I think I might have missed so that, bro. When Rudy is talking about, oh, yeah, like, Lilia started talking about more to me. We became really close. Also, I he was like, I fuck with Lilia because she knew I had the panties and never ratted me out. Oh, yeah, that I saw. Um, but when he's talking about that, he goes, I found out that Lilia was in the same sword academy as Paul. So she used to be an adventurer as well. Oh. And he goes, yeah, they were close back then. And um, he was like, Paul basically raped her and took her virginity. And then I guess they started fucking and became cool after that. So I thought that was, I was like, damn. And that's that's when he goes, not nah, that's when he goes, I found out Paul was scum, but I still sort of respect him away. I don't know if it's just because he's my dad or just because he's that good with women. Yeah, um, that man is that man is a is, yeah. is a is something. But don't rape people. Yeah, don't you can get, get bitches, but not like that. Yeah, nah, that's not getting bitches. That's not yeah, that's that's um, needless to say. Yeah. Though. Yeah. But uh I, I do think it's interesting that Lilia started as a swordsman as well. And you know, we find a little bit more going on about like we know about the magic and the different types of magic and levels mm-hmm. on the shit. And we found out about there's also sword play like that. And there's mm-hmm. three, you know, big sword styles and what like that. Um, my son Paul is really like that with the sword, bro. For him to be that nice in the three areas of the sword and whatnot. I mean, he's um, advanced. That nigga's advanced. That yeah. nigga's advanced in all in all three. Mm-hmm. Which, and then it. the end of this episode is when it gets kind of one. We we get that letter from um from Roxy, and a couple of things were. One, she's in a scenario where she's tutoring, and this is now an older kid who's trying to act like him, and she's not fucking with him. He's he's not like that. But um, th- this this new prince is a lame. Um, but it it got his motivation back. Yeah. Like you know, he was sat here and he was like, he said he was hit, he hit a wall basically. Yeah, he hit a wall and he was like, well, you know, it's fine. Like I'll just live in the village my whole life. I mm-hmm. I basically have a best friend who's gonna end up being my wife, and 
um everything's good you know i'll just sort of live my life out here and yeah. take over after my dad and it'll be fine and he just sort of was content with not progressing and then he gets the letter and he just sort of starts to feel inspired again and it was just funny because um when paul goes i mean i guess we normally send kids your age to school but like you know how to read write and do math so what the fuck is it's good point? at school for what, you, what's, right? What, what's the what's the what's the and point? And he felt the same way, but you know, he like you said, he hit that wall, and now we're all right. You know, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, magic school is now is now an option again for him. Um, there's the end of the episode was super super critical. I feel like right, like one that's where he asks Paul, "Would you pay for both of us to go to magic school?" Both of us being uh, yeah. Sylvie, Sophie, yes. and him and him. And Paul gave a really good fucking answer. Yeah, nah. He was like, these are, like, outside of the logistics stuff, it's just there's no way we could afford to pay for both of you. Yeah. Like, these are other valid reasons as to why this isn't a good idea. Especially, like, you know, he did the, you're younger and all that shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but also that not being good for Sylvie and stuff like that. And, yeah. um, I mean, it made, se- it made sense. Mm-hmm. But I also, like what, I also like what Rudy said at the end because mm-hmm. he was like, well, let me get a job then so yeah. I can figure out how I can get both of us there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just so y'all don't got to fund it. Yeah, and it just shows that that's a real relationship. Yeah. Like, the, which, which I think that's, that's super cool. And we know that he never really had that throughout mm-hmm. his life, right? Yeah. Um, But it's like Paul did the right thing in that opinion and he needed, like, a parent to make him do it. All right, we're gonna get to the point later. Um, now, you know, he's out here praying with Paul, and this beast, this fox woman shows up. And I've been seeing pictures of this fox woman around for mad long, and I never knew what fucking now, show she was from. Now you know, Ghislaine, now I know, Ghislaine, or just yeah, bro. Ghislaine. It was just like a very, like, it's that name the names in these shows are not traditional anime names by any means. Well, Ghislaine bro. is a Russian name, it's also that's the name of Epstein's wife. Type shit. That's, Maxwell, what, that's right. Lame as well. Right. Exactly. That's that's why that's why it I stuck forgot, with me. I was bro. like, I was like, what the fuck? Yo, come on, son. Bro, read there, the read the room, please. There hasn't been one Japanese name in this show. Nah. And but I, nah. I think it's interesting because even in other animes, like at least usually the main character has a Japanese game. Nah. Right. Yeah, this is this and is, other isekais. Yeah. Right. So it's interesting that there there really is none yeah. here. Yeah, um, this is like. But what was your reaction? Because my first thought was uh. When that happened, I was like, "Oh, they sent him to military school." Nah. So when it when it all was going down, I was like, "All right." So this nigga just this nigga being Paul just mm-hmm. aggressively just charged his son mm-hmm. and was like, oh, "I'm about to fuck. I'm about to fuck this little nigga." I'm like, "Damn!" Like, what he do? But then he was. I, I was like, "All right." He's probably trying to knock him out. To me, it was more of when everyone was saying goodbye, and he was like, "What? Why are you saying bye for? Like, what the fuck going on? Who is she?" Yeah. Right. And exactly. then, you know, that shit happens. And that's where I was like, I feel like niggas dragged it, though, because I feel like if he just told Rudy, like, hey, this is the situation, like, he probably would have just been like, well, that's ass. But no, he made a good point where he sat here and he was like, he would have tried to re-argue exactly. his way, his way and, out of and it. And Paul right? knows that, like, in a battle of wits, he will lose. So Damn. he was like, bro, like, he, this is just something that you need to do. But he's like, I know that if I told you in advance, you would have talked your way out of it. Like, yeah. you don't want to leave and you'd have made a compelling argument. And I would agree with you. That is also so, like, true. I think. You know, and they, they explain it more in episode five. But one, I knew this was the job, but I thought it was some military shit because the way Ghislaine pulled up. But, like, Paul did the right thing. And to me, this is the difference in, from, like, his past life in that 
he needed a parent that would make him do uncomfortable things. Yeah. Like things he didn't want to do, and but that overall is better for growth. And that is what being a good parent is. Say what you want about mm-hmm. Paul being a scumbag to his wife and all of that shit. He, mm-hmm. I think that this nigga is a good father. He's getting there now. No, but I, I, and even from the prior episodes, like when you had the interaction with Rudy, like way, way before, when he slapped, when he slapped him, right? When he judged him without hearing him out. Right, exactly. Judged him without hearing him out. But then, like, you know, the shit happened later on where he was trying to strip Sophie down. He's like, all right, I ain't going to hit you. Let's talk about this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see, you see, that's the what I'm saying. He's getting there. He's, yeah, getting, he's there. getting there. He's getting there. Yeah. I mean, you know, he might have some little untraditional methods, but I mean, it's an untraditional last show. That's fair. Fuck it. Um, episode five is really find out the scenarios. Um, you know, so now we know this is the job and basically he goes, you're going to go teach, uh, you're going to tutor a princess for five years. No communication with anyone back home. Yep. Come back. I'm excited to see you grow, but this is what was necessary. And he was like, yo, you were, you were, it felt you were becoming dependent on Sylph, Sylphie, and she would have been too dependent on you and that would have stunted her own growth. And he understood that. Yeah. He was like, damn, you couldn't just tell me, but no, I, I think that if he told him, he was so, he was like, I can't separate. I'm Sophie. See, but my man's, but the only reason why I say that, like, yo, he would have just been with it is because this is like, yo, this is the job. No, this I the, don't this, think he would have been with it. This is the job, but he asked for it. He, he was with it. He was with going to magic school until Sophie was like, don't leave me. So yeah, I think if there's any position true. where it goes, yo, you're going to have to be gone for five years, I don't think he would have took it. Because if he told Sylphie that, Sylphie would have lost it. Well, you could have just shipped him off and now told him that, hey, you're going to be here for the next five years. It was mad funny, like, in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the fucking letter that, um, that Paul wrote, he was like, P.S., don't t- what do you say? He said, by the way, yeah. um, he was like, the princess is fair game, but don't touch the beast woman. That's she's mine. mine. <laughs> That's mine. I said, yo, he's crazy. It was the moment where he goes, bro, I know she doesn't look like it. One, she's muscle for brains, but two, like... She's the best swordsman there is. Like she's she's better than me at the sword. So that's a person to learn from. Nigga said I've never lost to her anything but in the bedroom, and then she just went like, hmm. <laughs> and that was when I'm, that was when my son went. Damn, Paul is really like that. Like <laughs> Yo, it's honestly kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, my God, be out here eating and eating for real, son. But um, yeah. So we understand that thing, right? Now we meet Eris, which I think is funny that her name is Eris. Eris. Um, because that was the other the the other god from Konosuba. Oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, that whole thing, right? We meet the spoiled kid. And I love how, one, we find out they're, like, sort of related, right? So in the sense of, like, it's his uncle that runs the thing. So we get, there's so many, like, we found out the gray, the gray rat line's relevant, right? Um, They shouldn't let people know there's another one. Um, We're meeting this, and he goes, yo, no, Matt, no teacher sticks around, da-da-da. And... I think that the only reason he stayed is because he's over. He goes, damn, I got I to gotta work my way through this. You know what I mean? And he's never had to have a job in his life before. So this is, he's also learning things. Yep. So it's like crazy that all his social skills were learned from video games, but he's never had to put any of it into practice until now. Yeah, I think um, the interaction that he had with the princess at first was just funny mm-hmm. because so like, funny. And, and it's just, it's just and the, the interaction between men and women here is just, is it, just very traditionalist. It's like, all right, well, shit, you want to act like a man? I'm gonna treat you like one. He hit him, he hit her back after he, she hit him, and he's like, and he's like, yeah, how to feel to get hit back by? A, and then he just got fucked up, bro. She washed him bad. <laughs> Fuck that nigga's whole day Oof. up. Fuck that nigga's whole day yeah, up. He bro. was run, he was running for the hills. Um. How did you feel when uh when they did the whole the fake uh, kidnapping thing that did ended up being a real kidnapping? I think did you know it was real right away? I didn't know it was real right away. I was like, why is this man being so damn aggressive? But then it like it all kind of like made sense. Yo, he after a while. beat the shit out of her, bro. Again, you want to act like a man? 
I'm gonna treat you like one. And that's that's the vibe of this show. He really fucked her up. Like that was like the and I and I swear they always remake the fucking scene, the shit from Dragon Ball Z, where mm-hmm. niggas like fucking yeah, yeah. Who is it? Is it uh, Yamcha? It's Yamcha. It's yeah, Yamcha yeah. where he's so fucked. The fact <laughs> like it's always something similar, but the fact that fucking um uh, Bochi the Rock did a scene for scene. Oh yeah, <laughs> that shit oh. was so funny. Yeah, bro. they definitely did do that shit at Bochi. But um, nah, man, like that that scene and just uh, we knew right, like he has to use his wit to sort of manipulate her to do the things that she doesn't want to do, mm-hmm. and we see that as a theme going forward as he figures out how to teach her. Yep, right. But like this whole escape scene and all of that, I think that stuff was really tough. Like it just showed that like she's super strong willed and all these things and yeah. getting through, and then we see some action, the whole fight scene. Where it's like you think that with him getting through it with his magic, he, he should be fine. And that was a part of it. But like he went up against an adult with real sword skills and he was going to die. So the couple things we get in this episode is one, we finally saw some like real combat. Right. Mm. Um, And we see Galen is really like that. Yes. Bro, like, she just yeah. She like I, broke the sound barrier, bro. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, she hit him with the um the Mafune shit. The fucking shoo, shoo, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like just beheaded two niggas at once. Like Jesus Christ. Like I would hate to see like when she's actually motivated, bro. And she Jesus was out here like, oh, I just wanted to see what was going on. <laughs> like I saw the fireworks on it just basically came yeah. and like then a big thing is we see Rudy confronted with death for the first time. Where one, I was like, bro, you better get used to bodies because this is what the time period is like. You want to get nice and magic and you're going to have to fight someone at some point and everything is fight to the death out here. Yep. Right? So one, I thought he was going to freak out from seeing death for the first time. And I think that was a part of it where he was he like mentally, kinda, I don't know. He kind of did though. He, no, he, I, he did. He definitely, he definitely yeah. kind of fr- freaked out. Like yeah. it's, it was subtle. Yeah. I say it's subtle like because the way that he was looked like just. I thought he was going to pass out he, as soon as it happened. Damn, if he passed. Yeah, yeah. He got, it kind of was looking like that. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. But lie, yeah. we find out after that it wasn't as much of the gore from it as much as he goes, I don't know what happens to me if I die here. Yeah. Like, oh, what happens right. If I yes, he did again? say that. Like, if I die in this world, what's going to happen? Yeah. that He's like, then, you know, like, there isn't a redo. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like that put it into perspective for him again. So he's like, now going to be, he's it's not just a happy-go-lucky life anymore. Yeah. Like, they really could have died. Yep. So it feels like that also is that extra motivation to really, like, be someone that can handle himself in any situation to get better at the sword to like you know work and up his standing and all of that shit mm-hmm. um yeah and uh now episode six we, we meet some more the family we meet the grandfather we see why eris is the way she is i feel like i feel like the grandfather and rudy gonna end up having a good relationship i think so too i think they go because because after he kind of broke down the knot she gotta ask what she want mm-hmm. otherwise she gonna be an adult that never know how to ask for shit i was like damn i felt that and my son was like you absolutely right he just did it very loudly <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, he, did. he said nah dude he's fucking yelled eris like they're in a fucking they're in a fucking castle he called eris bro. like she's right upstairs bro the way the way he punched philip <laughs> the way he just punched he was like so bro. no one said anything bro i thought he flicked him that's what that that's what had me like even more fucked up i'm like yo this nigga is strong as hell also philip he was like i know what's gonna happen and just accepted it also i i thought eris was gonna get her attitude from the moms because the mom don't like him yeah, but mom. i think the mom probably did a lily and was like his motherfucker staring at my titties yeah, yeah probably um <laughs> but then the, the grandfather came out and we're like oh, okay this is really where he gets it from i also think it's funny how they're sort of obsessed with the beast people where they yeah. were like, how do you ask for something? And they were like, well, they're they're mimicking beast people to try and be cutesy to ask. And he was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, the motherfucking beast But people. like here I'm getting more interested about this gray rat thing. Because they keep bringing up the gray rat bloodline. 
and he's talking about like physically it means something. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like and usually in scenarios like this, it's people that have a higher like capabilities for certain yeah for certain, they're like the ones who end they, up higher standing they like, because they can yeah. physically do right. more i was, whatever gonna, I was gonna say like they have a higher aptitude for probably like magic sources yeah shit, like all of that kind of stuff yeah so that's what i'm thinking as to where it goes because even when they get kidnapped they're like bro we only need one like we only need one gray rat and we'll be fine so it's like that's why people can't know he's a gray rat or really know that he's staying there for the most part mm-hmm. um so i i think that all of that stuff is the bigger questions like it was cool because like you know we see a little training montage we see him learning to be a teacher where he goes oh i figured out ways to get her to do things she doesn't want to do but then also i forgot to give her a break so she went fucking crazy right um we see one i got worried that when they went to the market that he was going to be a sucker when he bought the fucking the shit you was talking about yo the fucking classy azul fucking the, cla- the classy azul dick pills yo that shit was crazy <laughs> i was like that shit is a knockoff yo we gotta get the fucking sign of the fucking classy azul bottle. bro the, the the way we heard in the studio went this shit the royal honey bro that shit had me this weak, shit bro. this shit is for real for real the damn classy azul shit i was like nah that i can't i couldn't believe it that Niggas. shit was mad funny. <laughs> and it, it was even funny. I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but when the, when the shit ended up breaking, you know what I'm saying? She's like, what is that? It's an aphrodisiac. What's an aphrodisiac? Bro, and they was just torturing him by tickling him. <laughs> like, that's just that's the most childish shit ever. Bro, and that's why I think it's funny where it's like, as much as, again, he is an adult in so many scenarios, like, he's still physically a child. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he still mm-hmm. is affected by the same things a child would be to an extent. Um, You know, we see the first indication of that Dragon King thing with the the floating uh shout out house moving castle <laughs> like that uh you know that dragon castle that whatever. should look like um you know where they go train like in dragon ball z where they go train yeah yeah exactly where the hyperbolic time chamber is at it's like a little floating shit in yeah the, sky. the lookout um kami's lookout kami's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly exactly um but like my son is really parenting at age seven which i think is kind of crazy Nah, for um, real. But I mean, he's doing it, and he, you know, he seems to be doing it pretty solid, man. Uh, and we get the story of like they mentioned the Laplace demon. Um, yeah, and story, and all, and how they, and they also talked about the fucking the god, the god nigga. I don't even call him the god nigga. I forgot what his name the was. Dragon King. The I don't dragon, remember his name though. All right, yeah, the dra- the Dragon King. He got twelve servants, so that means that he must. It must be thirteen. Ni- well, thir- yeah. 13 niggas up there that's probably the most strapped at everything well we don't know well he goes that's what i would guess that's yeah. what i think the reason why i say we don't know is because that story is 400 years old oh and so like, they were, like, he was like I, he was like are they still alive after 400 years like but now he has a new goal where he's like i want to go visit that one day right so i mean that shit is just floating in the sky so fuck it yeah i mean the story was whoever the dragon king was him and his 12 best people fought and killed the demon king laplace mm-hmm. um and a, and i was like why do i know that name laplace is from slime Laplace is one of the clowns from Slime. Oh. And when I looked it up, because I was like, where is it from? Uh, Laplace is like apparently a, a sort of common theme in anime that they use of the story of the Demon King. Mm-hmm. So um, I definitely want to look more into it because I'm just curious about like what is it? Apparently it's, it's like a philosophy thing that tends to, I guess, be a more common Japanese thing. But um, hey man, at this point, my guy's making progress. You know, he had to figure some things out, but he's learning and I think it's cool and he's still having a good time. So... Um, I wonder how quickly they're going to progress things because the way it started, I thought it was going to be like, and and three years have gone by or whatever. Yeah, I, th- I was I was kind of mm-hmm. waiting for that too. Yeah, because I, I, I was waiting for it because I'm like, all right, like they they jumped from when you know the, them being pregnant and shit to having the kids. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like this this is probably going to continue to go. I doubt that it would just they would just drag this along type shit. Yeah, though. I'm curious. I mean, but even in the picture 
for the show. Um, he's still young, but at that point he has the hat. So I'm assuming he makes it to school and shit at some point, right? Yeah. So I'm assuming that goes by, but I'm curious as to like what the pacing is going to be. And again, like I don't know what the next three episodes are going to hold. Yeah. Right. Like it just seems to be a lot of just like, um, all right, like here's something. I, I I'm glad that we got episode um five where it sort of gives us that taste of like the action potential and like a little bit more about the world around. Where like this shit is cutthroat, and there are very capable people out there. Like, one, they, they talk about how Ghislaine killed everyone because she is a sword god. Like, she is the one. Like, they're like, don't fucking test us. This is a this is a sign of our might as the Grey Rat family out here. Right. Um, but also, like like you said, this is someone who has god-level magic who would have got absolutely fucking murked. Part of it is because he's seven, but the other part of it is we know he isn't that crazy with the sword, and his magic isn't that level to handle everyone all the way. Shit, right? that, shit. I think he's going to end up being OD with the sword. Like, I feel like I he's so going to... Just the way they keep, like, hinting at it, they're like, all right, they keep trying to play son. The second that he figures out not how to be scared when somebody's in his face, Mm. he'll be all right. Yeah, and I think that's going to be the next big learning thing, right? Just like how we had the PTSD thing in the beginning. Mm. So, like, I think that's the next huge barrier he has to go over for his own development to really get to the next level. Um, But I'm really enjoying it. Like, it's one of those that I just want to keep watching. Like, I just want to binge, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, this is is certainly a good one. I'm enjoying the, I'm enjoying the, luck out of this yeah, yeah i'm definitely definitely intrigued now i love how uh i love how he's teaching both galane oh and 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 you know and uh you know we knew that was part of the deal but like i like galane's willingness to learn niggas not right? even teaching math that nigga is teaching arithmetic facts because when niggas pull the fucking, <laughs> the fucking uh, the abacus the ab- yeah, that's what's called the abacus yeah yeah when niggas pull the abacus out i'm like oh yeah this nigga teaching math math for real <laughs> arithmetic Fuck, is so fucking wild arithmetic bro. telling you but hey, man, it really shows that like I, I like how he's he's getting through to Eris in his own way. Yo, um, but even it out, man. even with what what Galen says, she's mm-hmm. like, damn, like I couldn't count my money. <laughs> <She's talking> Bro, <laughs> he, I I'm pretty sure he was like make up a story, and she was like, this is a real ass fucking story, <laughs> right? No, like, ex- exactly. He was like, but- just tell a story as to why it was bad. Like, bro, like he fucking did it, and I think like it was one of those. She was like, huh? Actually, I had real life scenarios where it was bad, but. To be working, man, and they found a good system, and even teaching the value of money and stuff like that to Eris. So, I think that's really cool. All right, uh, with that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for us here at Regrown. Um, if you guys are watching uh, Jobless Reincarnation with us, we're going to be watching episodes seven, eight, and nine. Um, but we will see you in two weeks. So look out for that in two weeks. Um, next week, we're taking a break. We deserve it. Um, and with that. We'll catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion.